0: Our purpose in existence is basically summed up in three things. Teaching, touching, and transforming. If someone were to ask you or ask me what what is the quote mission statement or vision statement of my church, it would be summed up in those three things. Teaching, touching, and transforming. But it can be further honed down to saying that we are a church committed to Loving God, loving people, and faithfully preaching His Word. And faithfully preaching God's Word, in my estimation, and in the estimation of our leadership here at Crosswalk, is to faithfully exposit the Scriptures. And what that means is, when we talk about expository preaching or preaching expositorially, what we mean is taking a text, studying the text, and then teaching it or preaching it in context. That is not to simply, as I coined the phrase, cherry-picking verses, uh, to center around a topic that I might think of during the week or during a month or whatever, and then take a topical Bible and look in the back and find verses that say they might be related to that. With expositional preaching, though, I want you to understand, it is, um, it's laborious. Contrary to the arguments of some who are not fans of expository preaching um, who say that expository preaching is basically cheating or easy. I don't know where they ever come up with that because in order to study the historical context, to study the linguistics of a text and a variety of other things, and then to, by the grace of God, make application, which is not the first thing we approach a text for. We don't approach a text expositorily to find out how we might apply it to us. We approach a text to find out what God is saying. Because if you do not have what God is saying, you don't have God's Word. You simply have what you might want to think is your interpretation of God's Word, not what God is saying. So. In fact, if I were to sum up what I do every Sunday up here, I can sum it up by taking you to a passage of Scripture which is outside of our text this morning. I want you to turn with me to the book of Colossians for just a moment. And this is not this this morning's message, but it gives you an explanation of why we do what we do and why we deem it important every single week. In Colossians chapter 1, and I remember when we did our exposition of the book of Colossians, I spent some time on this, but again, I say this this morning for just the sake of reminder. In chapter 1, verses 24 through the end of Colossians 1, verse 29, which is the end of Colossians 1, Paul talks about his ministry to the church, and there's some interesting things that he points out to us there. Beginning in verse 24, he says, Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of His body, that is the church. Now listen to what he says in verse 25, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God that was given to me me for you. Now pause for just a moment because you'll notice that immediately following that, there's a comma, and then Paul explains to you what the stewardship is that has been entrusted to him. The stewardship is to make the Word of God fully known. You notice that it doesn't say, the stewardship given to me is to make sure that the people are entertained. Notice he doesn't say to make sure that they feel good like they've just left a pep rally. The stewardship entrusted to Paul, and I would say not merely Paul as one of the apostles, but to every minister of the gospel who has followed after Paul, this, the stewardship remains the same. The stewardship remains absolutely the same. It has not changed. To make known, to make the Word of God fully known, then he continues the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of, his, glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Look at verse 28 and 29. He says, Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. Why do we strive to make the Word of God fully known that we might accomplish this, that we might present every man mature in Christ? That's why we've come together. That's why you're here. It's why you sit under the ministry of the Word at Crosswalk every single week. Paul says in verse 29, closing this chapter, he says, For this I toil. Greek word kapiao. In the Greek, it's a, it's a major word. It means to to literally, to expend oneself. And then that word struggling is the word agonizomai, which we get our word agonizing from. So he toils to totally expending himself to the point of agonizing with all his energy, speaking of the energy that God gives him and works powerfully within him. That That to me puts what we do and what I do every Sunday on a different level and my mentality as to how I see the responsibility and obligation of preaching God's Word. The criticisms that we might receive from time to time, though they may not be meant to be negative criticisms, I think serve to let us know perhaps that we're doing what we're called to do, and that is continuing to be faithful to the ministry of God's Word, so that you might be presented mature in Christ. Amen?